Well, g'day patrons and welcome to the Two Jacks episode 11. So much going on in the world today, really very frightening things going on in Europe as we speak, as we record this. G'day Jack, how are you today? G'day Jack, good to hear you. Yeah, good to hear you too, mate. Troubling stuff, but uh, there's some uh, all around the world really today, but... uh, to kick us off in Hong Kong, uh, the one of the lands of zero COVID, you've got some big problems with Omicron in particular. Well, it is all moving pretty quickly now. I think there were 8,000, nearly 9,000 cases yesterday. Um, and given that we've only had 80,000 cases since the pandemic began, this is a pretty big number. Yeah. Um, there were another 50 deaths in the last wow. uh, 24 hours, so far as we know. Mm. Um uh, of those, there were only five under 60 and all of those had previous conditions. Um, mm. There have been, I think, 255 deaths since the, this fifth wave, since the Omricon wave started, which given that we've only had 460 all up um, mm. uh, is an indication of a rapidly changing uh, situation, really. Yes, you, 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 we've spoken before in, in previous episodes that, that basically one of the issues around around the vaccinations are that you've got the elderly who have let you know very very low rates of vaccination, which were starting to come up, and I yeah. think as, as as bad as sort of twenty percent of, uh, of the eighty pluses I think have been vaccinated yeah. come December. Yeah. And uh, and of the sixty pluses, uh, I think uh, it wasn't much better. Uh, around about forty percent, uh, high thirties. Yeah. Now that both those numbers have come up uh, fairly significantly since then. I think we're um, uh, you know over halfway with the sixty pluses, well over halfway the sixty pluses, and in the thirties, maybe the forties now of the eighty pluses. But they're still low. It's still low. Um, yeah. Yeah, and they're still low, they're still dangerous, I suppose, in the sense. Yeah, because those they, are the they, when these are high risk groups, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, the, the good news, I suppose, is that it's the, the, on the figures we've got to date on the, on those, you know, two hundred and fifty odd deaths. Uh, it's much less less lethal than the previous waves. I think we were getting a two point two percent death rate um, in the in the earlier waves, and it's down right. to it's down to for the unvaxed about 05 percent. Um, and for the vaxxed, about 0.02%. So, uh, yeah. so the message there for the unvaxxed out there is get a jab. It's a good go idea. Go and get a jab, <laughs> yeah. You, a you, jab. So what are we talking about really? 0.02, uh, you, you stand probably something like a 25 uh, times chance of dying, uh, being vaxxed as being unvaxxed. Yeah, I think it's eighteen. It was my number. Eighteen, right. about a twenty, about twenty times worse situation. Now, okay. at the moment, at the moment, um, we, we we kind of expect that the wave will peak in mid March and peter out uh, by early April, and that, that would be following a similar sort of trajectory as as you've had in um, uh, yeah in New, South, in New South Wales. So New South Wales is you know similar populations. It's a good benchmark for this as well now it, it um, is and and so what you're experiencing now is probably what we were experiencing in early january so yeah. you know that it, it hasn't kicked it down the road very far uh, i mean the zero COVID policies but um uh, yes you do see this this great rush this great peak of 
uh, testing of cases of uh, peaks in deaths, uh, and uh, and it poses all sorts of administrative problems. We mentioned last week that there was a possibility, although you said it was unlikely, that that Hong Kong may sort of go into a Wuhan-style lockdown, hard lockdown. Yep. That's not the case? No, no, not at this stage at least. And, and, and the, the, the chief executive, Mrs Lamb, still says that's not on the table at the moment. Mm-hmm. What we are going to is to citywide testing in March. Right, uh, yeah. And there, there are 7.5 million of us and we're going to get um, uh, three tests over 21 days is the current plan. Um, so that's so, a million. That's a million tests a day, Jack. Um, uh, on, even on my maths, um, uh, um, it's a hell of a lot of pathology, uh, mate. It is now. We we've been given a lot of assistance from the mainland. There are people coming right. across the border every day, um, and the idea is that they're going to help run all of the testing centres. Um, mm. uh, one thing that's causing some concern amongst the locals is that they think that at least some of those samples will need to be sent to Shenzhen for processing. Yes, um, I imagine uh, so. And um, because we haven't got anywhere near capacity to do to, to, to process a thousand samples a day. Mm. Um, and people here worry about that sort of stuff. They're worried about their DNA being taken across the border, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I mean, some of it's some of it's sensible, and some of it's not. But you know, I mean, just look, anyway. just, just just yeah. But look, this is a, this is a, something that was actually uh, practiced in very small communities in the early days of of uh, COVID, and it was reasonably effective. But I don't think it's ever been done. Well, perhaps outside China, I don't think it's ever been done at such a large group of people. Well, they certainly have done this in Chinese cities. So they think that, you know, and um, they probably do have the the organisational capacity to do it. We are going to continue with, um, the government says we're going to continue here to isolate all positive cases. Now, mm. this could be a very, very large number, you know, um, yeah. um, if we if we test all seven and a half million people three times, uh, three times in 21 days. So they've announced they're going to have schools are going to have early holidays, like effectively an early right. summer holiday, yeah. and they're going to use those schools as testing centres and for isolation facilities. Oh, good! You, you'll have to fit on the chair, mate. You know, those uh, we'll chairs. have to. We'll have to fit on. It's, it'll be a reminder of those days, and you would have done it as well, where you turn up for a parent teacher meeting when your kid's in grade two, um, <laughs> and you have to try and fit your capacious fit backside onto <laughs> onto and, a little chair, and uh, everything looks looks much smaller than you remember it. That's that's it the does, thing, you know. When does. you're an adult who turns up at primary school, gee, this classroom's tiny. Uh, and, and, <laughs> <laughs> You've got the, the little chair <laughs> that'll dislocate both kneecaps to get into. So and isolation facilities as well. That's that's yes, yeah, yeah that's, that, that's that's on the table. We're not sure exactly how it's going to work. They're also mm. building, um, uh, I think, three of those pop-up hospitals of the of the type that we saw being built in Wuhan um, at the early days. The great the, big uh, hangers, the great big yeah, hangers. great big hangers with like cubicle beds. You know, it's like it's yeah. like a a giant call centre, except you sleep there. You know, uh, and, uh, so so, okay. so all so all of this has led. Yeah, all of this has led to people fleeing Hong Kong um, yeah, uh, yeah. because they are much more concerned about being caught up in 
um, a, a mainland-style uh, compulsory isolation process than they are about catching the virus. So essentially, yeah. these are expats, and and Hong Kong, of course, has got a, a well, very large expat not, community. Not not just expats. A lot oh. of the, the the better to do locals are, are fleeing as well. Now, some of these people are, 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 are fleeing temporarily there if they can work remotely there. You know, trying to pop down to Bali or Thailand or across to Dubai or somewhere like that where they can right. continue to do their stuff. But particularly the ones with kids. Yeah. There was a terrible case uh, a day or two ago where an 11-month-old baby was taken away from its mother um, uh, uh, because um, uh, the baby had tested positive and, and, the, and, the, and the health officials said, no, no, we've got to take her away from you for seven days. Um, and, um, and there was a huge uproar about that, and eventually they've been reunited after a day or two, I think. Um, but th- but this is um, this is dreadfully concerning to people with young yeah. young yeah, with young kids that they might their kids might be taken away from them and put into this you know um, bureaucratic jungle where they can't get yeah, access can't to get them. Out. And, 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 or, or, or get lost in it yeah 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 and you know mercifully my kids are well past those age and not here anyway but yeah. but even amongst adults. Um, um, I've noticed that I've been getting um, some WhatsApp messages from friends saying, um, "Just checking the numbers are still working, um, and that you're here because we need we need to stay in contact if we do get taken into this process, so that we can ha- we have someone on the outside who can get, yeah can agitate to get us out. Yes, yeah, or make sure that we're being looked after or not forgotten or whatever, you know. So it is causing a, a fairly high degree of concern. Um, so, what, you got any idea of the numbers that are that are leaving? The number of people who are leaving Hong Kong? No, no, it's it's all happening too quickly to um, uh, to, oh. to get the, the the numbers will come through, but they're not they're not really up to date at the moment. You know, but, but you there do were get that very very profound were, sense of an exodus going on. Yeah, there were twenty five thousand people left in a day um, uh, last oh. week, and it's gotten worse since then. So, oh. uh, and 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 uh, one indicator is the price of flights is going through the roof. So. Uh, yeah. Okay. And pe- so how do you feel on, about it yourself? How do you feel about pe- it yourself? You, people are on you, face, Facebook groups organising charter flights. Oh, Put it that way. Wow. So how do you feel about it yourself? Do you feel like you'll uh, you'll get uh, get the get a bit of welding at the door on the door handle? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not. not I'm, I'm not. Ter- I'm not terribly concerned about it. Um, uh, uh, I'm much more worried that you know the, the, the two local pubs that I used to normally have a drink out of both closed because one of the staff members, in each case, tested positive, so they've mm-hmm. shut the doors for a week or so. Um, but look, it, it's it was slightly depressing the other day when I went and had a drink with a friend, and we were the only people in the bar who weren't having farewell drinks. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's sad. That's very sad. <laughs> Uh, it sort of it sort of feels like it's leading up to the last chopper out of Saigon. You know? <laughs> <laughs> How the arms? You reckon you can grab hold of them? <laughs>